What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the future class of games, a.k.a. the New York Game Awards nominated at Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. Good morning, Diver. Hello, Diver. Uh, now, come on now. You were not allowed to do that. No? Because you were all like, oh, this game's all right. Maybe it's all about play. And then you went home and you streamed more Tekken. I, Where I mean, were yeah. you in the fight for democracy? I mean, I get home and I'm like, I want to, you know, I want to unwind. I want to relax. And Tekken is my relax game. That's not how a hell diver talks, right? You relax by making sure you're pushing back the automatons. It's not, it's not my fault. Hell divers decided to launch in the month of February, where everything else is coming out at the same time. So I got. So you want to play? Do you play Tekken? Yeah, I want to <laughs> play Tekken. Tekken is my priority. I fucking love Tekken. And then also, I played this game Bellatro. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been keeping up with Bellatro. I don't even know if I'm saying Bellatro right. <laughs> Here's the thing. I mean, wait. Bellatro? Bellatro? Have I been keeping up with it? I've been keeping up as much as yesterday. You guys were like, oh, man, the scores for this are crazy. Mm-hmm. Because Barrett Courtney picked it up in Fantasy Critic. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I might just be the humble winner of Fantasy Critic 2023 around Kind of Funny. But there was a lot of hullabaloo blessing made about the fact that there'd be no more shenanigans, no insider trading. If we're reviewing games, we wouldn't do it. Yada, yada, yada. I think he thinks Barrett Courtney, the man who conveniently is off in international waters right now, might have cheated. I don't know if he's in international waters. He international. He didn't review this game, but he knows a lot of people reviewing video games. I find it quite disturbing that Barrett Courtney picked this game up. None of us had ever heard I'm glad of it. You now brought it's got this a 94. Because he, he tweeted about this over the weekend. Yeah, he used the little unch- un, um, the uncut this gems. Is how, yeah, this yeah. is how I win uh-huh. meme. Uh-huh. And like he quote tweeted it with Bellatro on his fantasy critic. So he, he picked it up a couple of days before the embargo went up. And this game is now scoring. Wait, when I, well, you checked Open Critic. Yeah, it was 94, morning. I think, a second ago. Nine, a 94 on Open Critic, which puts it at like 27 points for Barrett right there. Which puts it at like one of the top eight video games of all time, mind you. Like, which is fucking crazy. But yeah, Barrett picks this up a couple of days before the reviews go live and they're yeah. this high. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you also. I'm not saying anything. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm not accusing anything. him. I'm just saying it's quite convenient. I'm just pointing things out. That again, if any of us were reviewing this game in the office mm-hmm. and we said, hey, this game is great, that I, they, I wouldn't, whoever's reviewing it wouldn't be able to do it. The people I don't think in the group would go, oh, thank you for telling this in- information that I wouldn't have known unless I was here on the inside. Yeah. I mean, I'll say, I'll, I'll say right now, there's a game that's coming out this week. Came out this week? What's today? Pacific Drive reviews are up. So I, can, yeah. I can talk about it. Where somebody who I, I've not touched Pacific Drive, but somebody who I know, like somebody who else is a, somebody else who's a reviewer, mentioned in like a group chat that they're like, "Oh man, this game is hitting." And it did it for a split second. I was like, "Oh fuck, I should have got that for my fantasy critic," but I didn't because I'm a man of integrity. Yeah, and, and I don't see that. Today, it's, not, it's not hitting. Oh, is it not? I got a seven from IGN. Right, right. Oh, you know what? I did right now, eighty-four on Open Critic for is that? No, I'm not. Am I reading that right? I always fuck this up. That's when we go the, off. The of. left one is the one we go off of. So seventy-seven. Oh, the top critic average. Okay, seventy-seven. Yeah. yeah. Which, Which is like, I just want to put out there. You know what that means? And Kevin, you go back to the one for this. Uh, I think you want Greg's run. There you go. Me and Janet were right. And Janet and I previewed Pacific Drive a long time ago. We said I don't know about this game. Yeah. And now everyone agrees with us. So there you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. I don't know what stupid ass critic you're listening to in your little discords all right it's very prominent very you know smart man <laughs> let <laughs> me told you this <laughs> <laughs> well i'm sorry that jeff Keeley was wrong about it and again i on for the record i have started pacific drive uh-huh. uh i was very tired when i did it but i started it and i was 
way more into it as at the start than I was from the demo they showed us or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I do. It is one I want to get back to. I'm talking I'll, shit right now. To I'll also say to either. Barrett's credit, I do think Bellatro had a demo as part of Steam Next Fest or something, and so it's possible okay. he played the demo. So just to be clear, mm-hmm. Barrett Courtney. I think if I'm correct over there on his 19th playthrough of Persona 3 for no fucking reason, mm-hmm. you think that the man who's going back, ah, oh, you know, I saw a bit of red smear on the wall, made me think of God of War. I'm replaying that entire series for no reason. Mm-hmm. You think he was like, you know, on top of that, let me go through all the Steam Next Fest demos and find this uncut gem. I think he's a man with a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think he takes this fantasy critic thing very seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he's online on the forums being like, oh, Steam Next Fest is happening. Oh, I'm a nerd. Oh, <laughs> He's like, oh, the fucking Steam Next Fest is happening. What's the talk of the town? What's the game that everybody's fucking loving from this thing? And probably saw that Bellatro was making. He also listens to every video game podcast put out by anybody, that so too. it's possible somebody else there talked about it and said this is gonna be one. Now, have you played this one? Yes. Have you started Bellatro? I start. So the I, big turnoff for me is like, oh, it's a poker uh, deck builder. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know how to play poker. Which is the turn, which was the turnoff for me. But yeah, I'm like someone who doesn't play poker. I started playing it last night, and it's very straightforward. Like, it's not. Poker, poker, right? Like you're not okay. putting down bets. It's nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. It is just, it's based off of the runs that you could get in poker, right? So like okay. the flushes, the straights, like all that, all that stuff, right? Getting like cards in a row, getting the um, cards all the same suit. And they have like a very easy to, easy to access like guide where it is, oh, here are all the different things that get you points. Aside from that, it's like its own original rule set of what a okay. roguelite is. And when I tell you that, I played it on my, on my stream after I played Tekken. I played it for like 30 minutes and was like, okay, this is, it seems like a lot. And then very quickly, it all snapped into place. And I was like, oh, this is very straightforward and also very addicting in the way that it works. Like it is working off of like, you know, the regular 52, 56, 52 deck of cards. Um, yeah. And like it's working off of all these things, you know, if you've just played cards in your life, right? Like the suits, the numbers, the, the face cards, all that shit. And layering on top these rules and mechanics that like really take advantage of it being a roguelite. And so it is a thing of in poker, you can get a straight, which is you're getting five cards in a row that are like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, like, you know, ascending order. Yeah. Um, as you're playing these rounds where you're playing these different cards or playing these different hands, you're gaining points. or you try to gain a certain amount of points to then get to the next round. Uh, you can then get these upgrades that are like going to buff certain types of hands. Right. So if you have a straight, you can, have like a, you can add a multiplier, multi- multiplier on top of it. That is, all right, cool. Now that whenever I play this kind of hand, it's times four or whatever, right? If I play a flush, if I play something that's all the same suit, it's times six or whatever, right? Okay. So you're leveling up that way, but at the same time, you are like after every round, you're buying different kind of cards. You can get like a nine of spades that is buffed so to now. Like if you keep that nine of spades in your hand at the end of a round, you get extra money or whatever. It's really smart. It's a really well-designed game. I saw Snow Mike Mike was playing it. On Let me tell you, if there's a poker daddy, it's Snow Mike Mike. Oh, I went on a heater last night, man. Yeah? you got to play this game, ladies and gentlemen. Bless, how much fun? Two hours of gameplay. I got to six out of the eight rounds. I almost won my first run. Just so you know, Greg, I was on an absolute Easy, baby. He was on a tear. And so, yeah, bless. It was really awesome because, of course, as you get into the later rounds, your small blind, big blind, and the boss all go up in how much chips you have to earn to win that, right? Mm. And so I got to six out of eight. We got to the end where I was about to fight the boss, and his modifier was you have to play five cards at a time per hand. And I was like, Greg, I'm on a tear right now. My jokers and card base are based on pairs right now. Yeah. Not straights, not flushes. We're going pairs only. So I'm not playing five. I'm playing more two, maybe a four set right there. So I'm like, you know what? We're going to roll. We yeah. re-rolled the dice to get it. Get this. His modifier, 
one hand has to be over 20,000. What'd we get? 18. Oh, Come on, man. That hurts. Yo, play this game. This is a yeah. real good game. I like it a lot. Like, there's a lot of different strategies you can employ. Like, you know, yeah, Mike was just talking there about, yeah, I'm going for pairs. And so I'm going, to, I'm playing hands of two or I'm playing like, you know, maybe a two pair. And so I'm playing like four cards as opposed to all the five. But there are different reasons, like different scenarios why you would play any different kind of hand. It's all, it's all due to chance, right? It's yeah. all based on the cards that you're dealt. But it is very fun and very easy to learn, even if you're not into poker. Okay. And so if you like cards in general, I'll say it's worth checking out. No? You like a good video game, though. I do like a good video game. Yeah. So I, th I think at the very least, you know, boot it up, do one run. See sure. how it goes. That's, that's run fair enough. Yeah. I, I love what I've seen in terms of graphics and everything else and the fact that you like it. And I, do like, I do like a roguelike, so that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. But I just, you know, Super Earth needs me. All right. And I'm yeah. so close to being level 20 so I can get the shield generator I want so I can get the EMS mortar that I was playing last night with SD infected me and Sean. He was, we were going up against the robots. Mm -hmm. He's firing off this EMS mortar. These fucking robots stood no chance. <laughs> Shoot him in the head. Can you do that again? God, you know that's what I mean? crazy. That's they crazy. Caught, <laughs> you know, it's an electromagnetic field. It's like, and they're like, they're, you walk right up. You're like, sign hasta la vista, motherfucker. You know what I mean? See, I'm... Uh, it, it's the weird thing where I think having so much to choose in terms of video yeah. games this month, especially I'm like gravitating towards the thing that immediately bring me back in. Helldivers is one that playing it yesterday, I was playing it essentially for my first time. Yeah. I had played the tutorial before, but when I was playing with you guys on stream, it was my first time actually sitting down and playing through actual sessions. Sure. Yeah. And I enjoyed it for the action, but I'm not in the place yet where it is. It's like inviting me back in where I'm like, Oh, I need to get back on that. Because yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm just not in that loop yet. Yeah. Like for you, did it, does it hit now where it's like, Oh, I got to go back to then grind for this thing. Or is there like a carrot on the stick that you're yeah. chasing after? Yeah. I mean, I want to hit these level 20 uh, stratagems and uh, upgrades I want to get to and stuff. Okay. So that's where I'm at right now to make, you know, the things easier to go for the harder challenges, to get the more rewards, get the more XP, do that whole thing. Yeah. But it's got its hooks in me. That's all I want to do. Oh, yeah. But I was, I did a Greg way about it in the car a little bit today. I'll, it'll be up soon. Uh, I was just like, even I, I'm at a great place with it right now where I'm clearly addicted to it. But even when it is, oh, I, I'm only like last night, Jen gave me a bedtime. Monday, we, or, you know, uh, Sunday to Monday, Ben had the meltdown, the bad nightmare. So I had no sleep. So she's like, you can go down and play right now. Go, but you got to be up at 1030 in bed because I don't trust him. Like you need yeah. to get at least some sleep in case he wakes up crazy. And he didn't. So I slept through the whole thing, but I was like, even with a limited amount of time to play last night, not just gorge. I felt like I did some work. I got closer to my goals. I'm happy. Yeah. And even again, even goals isn't even the right word, I guess, because playing with you guys yesterday right on stream you and uh, uh what's roger. his name roger yeah uh you know i forget him too all the time right you know what i mean he's just a forgettable fair. guy yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> like come on man it, it's like you're something to stand up he came in he came in in a jumpsuit today i know right it's just like what there's no defining character he shaved yeah. off his beard his hair yeah he's in a like, jumpsuit on, you know what i mean like what all are right. you a crash test dummy <laughs> what am i doing over here Hi, anyway looking like agent 47 well, hey, now that's the thing. He can blend in and kill anybody. Um, anyways, though, even playing lower level stuff with you guys yesterday, mm -hmm. I still felt like it was, this is rewarding, right? I'm being, I'm, I'm doing things. I'm getting XP. I'm enjoying myself. So like today we're again streaming Helldivers. Andy and Nick are jumping in. I, I, Andy last night was like, anybody want to play? I'm like, I'm yeah. This year's incredible schedule. so far. Ah, in dude. terms of like the games that are coming out, obviously like layoffs are shopping and all that shit. I mean, that's but, you know, like I put out a tweet uh, this morning that I was like, yo, I've played enough games where I can put together a top 10. 2024 yeah. and i think it would be a pretty good top 10 yeah like i think it was my 2024 top 10 uh, my 20 my top 10 of 2024 already would be one that i'll look at and go yeah free fire good year it is a good, good games year. coming out
Let's see if it'll continue to be a good year. We're going to talk about the fact that there's a Nintendo Direct finally announced. Our first look at the Borderlands movie is here and so much more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about live on YouTube, Twitch, and of course, podcast services around the globe if you love what we do support us with the kind of funny membership of course either on patreon or youtube you can get your kind of funny membership and get each and every episode of games daily and all the other shows ad free you get the ability to watch the podcast live as we record them in the afternoon and of course you get my daily video vlog series gregway today's talking all about two Whoa. questions from you people and then of course talking about damn look at Whoa, yeah. You've been going to the gym? No, Greg, you're going to tear the shirt. Yeah! No! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll talk about Helldivers. Uh, of course, for a chance to be part of this show live as we record it, you should be using those YouTube super chats. Of course, that's how we get your thoughts and opinions, just like this one from Aaron Made You Laugh, who says, the KFGD video on YouTube has not been posted early. Yeah, Brarrett's off again doing international water deals. And so we our schedule a little bit different where Kevin just publishes the YouTube video live as we go. I think he's still in the same waters. He's in Miami. That's not That's a stone's water. throw from Cuba. And I'm not going to let <laughs> communism take over this world, all right? Hey, you know, I can't argue with that. International waters? What now? I think it's 13 miles and it's international waters. I could be wrong about that. Also, I hit the button, but it didn't save. So sorry about that, guys. We're on it. Um, it'll never happen he again. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Or, but, you know. Or whatever. Uh, some housekeeping for you. We are not live reacting to tomorrow. We are not live reacting to tomorrow's Nintendo Direct. Instead, we'll break down all the announcements tomorrow on Kind of Funny Games Daily. A new limited time item is up on Patreon. It's the KFAF hat. Hit him with the tweet, Kevin. Of course, KFAF is our most successful show. We do not bring back often enough. And so we made a hat. If you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and support us at the premium tier item, you could get that hat and have a great time. If you need a little bit more of that hat, maybe in motion in a full video, you can get the new Kind of Funny podcast. It's up on Kind of Funny, uh, youtube.com slash Kind of Funny. Of course, the Kind of Funny podcast series, uh, wherever you get them. Uh, Nick is wearing the hat. But more importantly, I believe I've jumped to a different parallel dimension. Huh? I explained <laughs> yeah. it all on the show, ladies and gentlemen. I, like you I have compelling evidence. I have compelling evidence that I've jumped. But like, it's, how, does that, how does that work? You watched the movie yesterday. It's very similar to that. Because, like, if I if I think I've slid off into a different timeline, like when, uh, Coke when you say dimension, do you mean are you, are you inferring timeline type situation, or do you mean like literally like another universe? I am in a parallel universe. I think I, I, I mean, the timeline might have been affected. That could be. I, I've talked about this before too, where I feel like sometimes somebody's doing something in the timeline that then changes things. Yeah, but isn't that just your timeline then? Well, no. I mean, I'm what. I mean, unless, if like, we're into unless MC, you think if the we're into the MCU, changed. no, that is how, that's the other universe. Yeah, because I'm going like, by MCU rules. So you think like I want so I can get the EMS are, are you hearing that? that I was playing last night. <laughs> 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 am, am I hearing voices? <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right, there we go. Um, so yeah, you just think you're in a different universe. Like some things are happening. Tim was telling a story. The details were different. Uh huh. Coke tastes different. Okay, so literally, like the past has changed for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things have happened. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. We'll see all about it, but you can hear about it. Kind of funny. Uh, the YouTube like bit. a Mandela effect. Kind situation. of funny. Exactly like that. And see, that's my thing where I don't like that. There's all these words for it now. Because mm -hmm. like, there's been a bunch of times where like I'll be like, oh man, I'm having deja vu right now, and the person will go like, what do you mean? And I explain like, oh yeah, that's normal. Like, don't try to don't try to take it away. This is a weird thing that's happening. You know? Yeah. How do like, I fucking see the fucking future? Let's have fun with it, you know? I was listening to a podcast the other week that was talking about, like, deja vu and how they had a conspiracy theory that deja vu is them t tapping into, like, 
the upside down from like Stranger Things. Sure, sure, sure. You know, sure. Like, like it's not a fact that you've been here before. It's the fact that you're sensing like the dark version of the place that we're in right now. Sure. I listened to that. I was like, damn, that's fire. I might, How I much might... darker can it get than where we are? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Carl Jacobs, Streakin' Ain't Easy, and Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. Number one, a Nintendo Direct colon partner showcase has been announced. This is Adam Bankhurst at IGN.com. Nintendo has announced its first Nintendo Direct partner showcase of 2024, and it's set to take place on February 21st, 2024 at 6 a.m. Pacific and feature, quote, Around 25 minutes of info focused on Nintendo Switch games coming in the first half of 2024 from our publishing and development partners, end quote. No further information was given on what this Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase will contain, but we won't have to wait too long to find out what secrets it may hold as Nintendo will drop the Direct on demand via YouTube tomorrow morning. 6 a.m. Yeah. Why do they do this to us? You know, Nintendo... They're trying to find something that it can work for everybody. Because mm. what's 6 a.m. Japan time? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, probably I late afternoon. Just, it's probably pretty good. It's yeah. probably a good conversion. So that's why you do it, right? To get over there. Uh, yeah, but that's early. And that's why we won't be making everybody wake up and come to the studio and react yeah. to it live. If and it was like, hey, we're doing like a Switch 2 thing. And they were like, whatever. Then, yeah. yeah I get or it was that. like a regular, like, we're going to do a 40-minute Nintendo Direct that is talking about first-party stuff. And all that. The partner showcase, I think, makes this interesting. Because as I like to do whenever these things pop up, what's up? <laughs> I just like, I was like, what's 6 a.m. Japan time, right? Somebody in the chat said 1130. <laughs> That's not how time zones work. Not getting Is that 30 true? minutes somewhere? Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I like to do whenever like these kind of showcases pop up is go back to the past to, to see what the previous What ones, was the partner showcase before? Yeah, like what do they look like? And is this something worth getting hype over? And as I went through, Nintendo has a page on their website that I was very happy to find that was essentially like their archive of all the different Nintendo Directs. And so I go through, and the last time that there was a Nintendo Direct partner, partner. showcase was June 28th, 2022. Got it. And I, if I put myself back in that in that time, right, 2022 summer, I think that was the one where we were all like, yo, where the fuck is the Nintendo Direct? Where's Nintendo Direct? We kept being like, well, where, where is it? And then they announced it, and it was a Nintendo Direct mini partner showcase happening yeah, yeah. like later in that month. I remember that vividly because we're all like, all right, I guess. Um, but I opened that up, right? And I looked through the time codes because I couldn't find like an article. That was the recap. Yeah, yeah, but I go yeah, through yeah. the time codes and it's like Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak was there. Nier Automata, the end of Yorha edition. Uh, Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy. Blanc. Uh, Return to Monkey Island. And like kind of the list goes on with games of that sort of tier. The, it closes out with Persona coming to Nintendo Switch. Persona? But if you remember, that was also like weeks after Xbox had talked about Persona coming to yeah, their platform. Yeah, yeah. And so it was kind of a follow up on that. Oh, there was also Harvest Stella. Remember Harvest Stella? The farming game Square Enix? Is that, was, it, was this the direct of all farming games? No, that was later that year. Okay. <laughs> that was, you had to wait a few months for that Sorry, one. Sorry, I can't keep up now. But yeah, like that's kind of what you're getting out of a partner showca showcase. Granted, I think what's interesting about this is that they've gone from calling it a Nintendo Direct mini colon partner showcase. Okay, this is big. How long was this one? It was like 26 minutes. So around so the same, same amount time. of time. Okay, okay, so okay. I think it's, for them, it's more of a branding thing of when you put mini after Nintendo Direct, people just care less you know yeah and even if it's a good one because i look at this and i'm like seems even pretty a decent. partner showcase again like and i'm not talking shit you know what i mean but like this is i think what so many people think of when they think of oh well it's just commercials 
Yeah. Right. Like there's going to be some stuff here, but I don't expect to, like, you know, again, we could eat our words and there is something huge. And they, I saw somebody in the chat was like, they're going to fucking regret it when it's Metroid prime four. It's like, well, that's not a partner showcase, but it also doesn't exclude Nintendo from doing one of their own things there. This is, I think, going to be a pretty by the numbers. Here are our partners, and here's what's coming to Switch, as they say, right, in the first half of 2024. Mm. So you start looking through, like, I'm on GameInformer.com slash 2024, right? And it's not hard to start piecing together what you think might be there, right? Or, or at least what I think they're going to be doing, right? It's uh, First off, you'll get Splatoon in there, since that's the next day, having that thing come up or whatever for that. And then you start looking through, like, all right, well, what other Switch games are coming that you'd want to partner up and showcase and say, oh, don't forget this is going to be there. Don't forget that's going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So you look through and you, for the first half of the year and start having names and numbers jump out at you. You go, okay, that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. So I think an exciting thing that could happen, Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. The Xbox I, Honestly, I think that's probably the biggest announcement they yeah. have there. Where I think it is that, and I again, I is I'd it happening to tomorrow? Do you think? I do. Like, <laughs> Kevin, you got to start muting these goddamn YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. It's all sort of dimension. I'm so sorry. I'm like so Kevin sorry. in my dimension muted the YouTube videos. <laughs> that is not true. Are we robot roboted too? Is that? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go handle that right now. All right, sorry, everybody. We're roboted. We're figuring it out. Kevin's on it. He's running over there to kick the old robot machine to undo it. I think when we're roboted here, like we're still no, we're on the podcast things. Are we? I assume so. Because like it's if we're uh, robot on YouTube or because don't we because do, don't we re- locally record ourselves and then upload that to podcasts? I guess that's true. Maybe. Yeah, so like I, I think that all works. Cool I think the robot thing is more of an internet. Cool thing. guy just makes it happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, don't know. <laughs> I mean the YouTube. Well, no, you're right. I guess. Ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I think Hi-Fi Rush is probably the big one. My other question would be: Will we get other? Is there going to be like an Xbox section? Hi-Fi. There's four games so that are going the multiplayer. Games that we all so Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment. Yep. And then Grounded and Sea of Thieves. Those were the four. So going through the list, I think Hi-Fi Rush, are we all like, that's a given? Yeah. I agree. I think that's a given. Pentiment. I feel like that's a given. 100%. Come on. Like, that'd be such a good Switch game. I think that would would work really well. Sea of Thieves. Is that something that they could pull off on the Switch? I think when we think about Switch, we look at online and we're like, ooh. Yeah, you know, online yeah. can be kind of a troublesome thing, but obviously but there are online games, it, right? Yeah. I mean, Fortnite does it. Fortnite's so on there. Thing. Overwatch is on there. There's yeah. plenty of other like persistently on. So Warframe's I think they on could there. do it. They could. Yeah, I mean, it, not, I don't feel that it's. Uh, I think it's a very beautiful game. It has a great art style, but it's not grass, graphically intensive, right? I mean, the water in Sea of Thieves looks incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever gone to the edge of the boat and just looked down. Oh yeah, of course. Looks I fucking like fantastic. <laughs> I don't know goodbye. if the I don't know if the if the switch is running that water, but yeah, no, I think like I think you could put a version on switch and make it work. And so then you, uh, I'm saying that's not tomorrow. You don't think we see that? Tomorrow? I think Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, sure, and then Grounded. You don't think Grounded? Same tomorrow? thing, where it's just like they could make it work. Aren't they going to make it work? Yeah, Grounded, Grounded, and Sea of Thieves strike me as like we're going to put this on PlayStation. And maybe like Switch for me is a maybe. Yeah. I feel like the other two, Pentiment and Hi Fi Rush, I'm like, oh, those are slammed up. Of course. Up. But yeah, the other These two, are, it's like, you know, single player games that you can just download and be done with it and play. Whereas, you know, a multiplayer online connectivity for the other two is tough. Yeah. Not impossible. But then it's also the question of like, if you were trying to make all four of those happen, do you do one big Xbox push and do it at the partner direct? Or do you do, do you spread them out? And try to give them each a spot to grow and be exciting and be excited about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because even Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment, I feel like Hi-Fi Rush will overshadow Pentiment. You think so? I do. I think Hi-Fi Rush is an easier one to jump into. It looks more fun to play. It's got a better color palette, a better mm-hmm. graphical style. I think Pentiment's awesome. I'm not taking anything away yeah. from it. I think my thing with Pentiment is that the people who are going to play Pentiment are going to play it. 
right? Like, I don't think Pentiment is a thing that you make like a big marketing beat for. I think that's it is true. a thing that's that you're fair. just like, that's hey, fair. here it is. It's on the platform. You've seen the critics absolutely love it and give it like insane Metacritic and open critic scores. Like, go for it. I think Hi-Fi Rush is the one where it is, hey, let's try to build hype. Let's try to build numbers. Let's try to get people in this and really celebrate it for like something that we're going to hopefully, like we're going to hope to bring you over into the Xbox ecosystem where like the nerds, well, hopefully me, right? I'm going to be playing Pentiment on switch if i have the time because games are just happening <laughs> um but yeah i think those are interesting and then like from there i the the talk we had last week or the xbox business update i think puts this in an interesting place because they talked about having four games that are going to be making their way to, to other, other platforms. platforms they didn't name the four games which would make me think that those games are going to pop up somewhere else probably soon right and so like if we're talking about pen and hi-fi rush yeah, I think like I think both of those could easily uh, uh, make an appearance tomorrow at Nintendo Direct. But then beyond that, I'm like, let's say let's say we're wrong about maybe what one of these four games are. Because the thing that I've been asking for for a while now is Rare Replay on Switch. Ah. I'm somebody that I fucking love Rare as a developer. I grew up with an N64 and I played a lot of Rare games on that N64, and they're like one of my favorite devs. Rare Replay on Xbox One, so fucking good, right? Like. You had Jeff Shemini in there. You had the Banjo Kazooie games in there. You had Conker's Bad Fur Day in there. And you had uh, uh, Perfect Dark in there. But there was this awkward, like, oh, yeah, but you're missing, like, the Nintendo partnership things, right? So you didn't yeah, have yeah. Diddy Kong Racing and you didn't have Donkey Kong 64, um, which mean a lot to me, Dan. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think you can make the Rare Replay Ultimate Edition on a Switch, like on the Nintendo platform. You can throw in GoldenEye in there because obviously like um, on Xbox, they had the remaster of GoldenEye and on Switch, they had the N64 version. Yeah, I think yeah. that allows you to finally get a GoldenEye in a Rare Replay type scenario. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that is a happening soon kind of thing, right? Like that's me just hoping. That's me being like, I would love for this to happen. Yeah, I think yeah. we have the four games, right? And the fact that, yeah, they said four games makes you think that um, Rare Replay isn't in the works, but I think it should be. <laughs> like, I think that's a thing that is a slam dunk to make it happen. See, that's dreaming too big, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know the technicalities and back ends of emulating on Xbox and then bringing that to Switch. I don't know any of that shit. I mean, Xbox definitely is a weird one because for Rare, Rare Replay, like there's a handful of those games that is basically just giving you the Xbox 360 version. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. booting up the game in Rare Replay, but then it's booting up the game as a separate launcher. Yep. See, and that's why I think it would be cumbersome and hard on Switch. And I think it's too much work for what they'd want to do. Yeah. For how, especially what it seems to be their idea of just getting their stuff to other platforms. So I think I, I I could see all four tomorrow. I could see them doing the special guest and it's Phil Spencer, and he oh, comes that'd be out crazy. That'd be fucking I feel like that'd be that I don't count. I don't count. I think that'd be the coolest way to do it. Yeah, but and he's know. like, hey, yeah, we have all these different names. And we're bringing these to the platform. We're doing this. I mean, that'd be fucking insane. That'd, that'd be, be awesome. Sick. Yeah. I think the way they downplayed it last week makes me think that that's not the case. And it's also the fact that you know Phil's messaging, and I'm going to garble the specifics of it, but it was something to the fact of like we're not naming the four games here because it's for those developers to do. Yeah. So I maybe it doesn't even really make sense for Phil then to come out and be like, oh hey, that's the thing. It is, is I, me. I'm Xbox. This is what we're doing. I think if the messaging we got last week was Phil being like, hey, this is a thing that we're doing going forward with Xbox. Like we are making this a bigger thing. We are making a shift in strategy kind of thing. Then I think he shows up tomorrow and is like, Hey, these four games are coming to switch. I think, yeah, the fact that last week it felt like them being like, yo, we're just doing this with four games. Like, that's it. Like, we're not really trying to make this a bigger thing. Yeah. We're testing the waters or whatever, but this is what we're doing right now. Makes me think that they wouldn't show Phil tomorrow just for like, if Phil showed up, it feel like a bigger thing. It feel like yeah, a, that's a good point. This is Xbox making a splash. Yeah, I, 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 I'll I think the developer. I'm walking maybe. it back. I think yeah. If you have, oh, I forget the name of the lead dev of Pentiment. Uh, people love him from Obsidian. He makes he does Mr. A lot of, Obsidian. Mr. Obsidian. I think Mr. Obsidian maybe for Pentiment. Yeah, right. For sure. Or um, <laughs> Mr. Hi-Fi Rush. 
from go from the Husky State from Ghostwire Tokyo from Tango Gameworks, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think maybe you do that, but I think that's as far as you go with it. Okay. I think you get that. I think you get a look at this. I think you get that is what I said. Yeah. I think you thought <laughs> uh, Splatoon DLC. I think you have to have something if it's coming up the next song? day. No, let's stop drinking yeah. on that. I'm looking at the list. I'm looking in March. Open Roads. I could see Open Roads having a thing there. Is that game not out? It got delayed. Remember, it was originally going to be this month. Yeah, it was it like supposed to be this week. Delayed. Yeah, it got gotcha. delayed. One, but it was only till March, so it's not that far out. Mina the Hollower. Sure. You know, it's the, it's the Shovel Knight. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing is, I think you're going to have a lot of part partners that are small indies that are going to have stuff there. It isn't the indie world that will get around GDC time like we always do. Yeah. But it'll be there will be more independent games there and stuff, right? I'm looking through like, and there'll be a montage or whatever as it goes through. Mm. That would have been a slam dunk. It's not going to be a platform. Yeah. But that's it. Uh, so I think it'll be a fun one of like, here's a bunch of games and like some of these things you didn't know about. But I'm not expecting to have anybody's hair set on fire tomorrow. No. No, I, th I think there will be one or two things that might set somebody's hair on fire. Somebody, somebody, somebody. Not everybody's. Because even looking looking through this last one, I'm like, all right, there's some. I'm not talking cool shit that is going to be bad. I'm just saying, like, yeah, like Persona's big, you know, Minecraft Legends. Yeah, Doraemon Story of Seasons. I mean, they had Live Alive in here, which is good. and they had Sonic Frontiers in here. Well, we'll find out, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, like I said, uh, it's going to be tomorrow, the 21st at 6 a.m. Pacific. Like I said, kind of funny, won't be live reacting to it because we'd like to sleep and give everybody a normal work day. So we'll do a whole breakdown on kind of funny games daily. Listen, I would have done it. You told me to wake up at 6 to do this. I would have done it. But I want I you my to best work that. Sam. It, first off, you said that yesterday and Tim immediately said that is not true. <laughs> listen, I, I feel like, listen, I'm on fire at 6 a.m. I'm cracking part, jokes that I wouldn't be part <laughs> joking of around at being at a manager and leading a team blessing is making the hardest. I'm in another fucking dimension is making d tough decisions for your team. Mm -hmm. All right. I know you do it. I know oh, if yeah. I asked you to be up at 6am, you'd be up at 6am. We're not asking you to be up at 6am. All right. Yeah. What if I just, what if I just did it anyway? You, you react on your own Twitch channel. I'd be so fucking no, pissed. Like, I, 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 I like the kind of funny game channel at 6am. If you really want to, I mean, do it. I'm not going to stop you. I'm just trying to take care of you. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Number two on the rope report. A Pokemon Presents live stream has also been announced. Uh, Pokemon tweeted, did somebody say hashtag Pokemon Presents? I emoji. Dude, tune into our official YouTube channel at 6 a.m. on February 27th uh, to view exciting new Pokemon news in celebration of Pokemon Day 2024. See you there, trainers. Now that one I bet we might get up for. All the fucking 6 a.m. What are we doing here? You know, West Coast. You know what I mean. Listen, I get it. Time zones, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. also, man. Uh, so again, I do the thing where I open up. What was the last Pokemon Presents? It happened in August 2023, not mm -hmm. that long ago. I go through right. Uh, we got some like animated series focused stuff for the trading card game. We got a trailer for Detective Pikachu Returns, which I that's out right. You no, know, that came out last. I was gonna say maybe we get something about that, but yeah, that, that came out. I remember. Um, we don't know the big Pokemon game this year. Pokemon Horizons, the series is coming soon. Pokemon Go is getting Pal Paldia uh, region monsters next month. And it's like a lot of that tier stuff. And you're right. We don't know what the big Pokemon game is this year. And I think that means that this is going to be one that is going to have like... I think, and that's why I think we'll be up for this one. I think this yeah. one's going to be a, a, a big one. Now, I mean, do you have any predictions on what that could be? No, you know I me. Mean, it's a funny thing of like when, it, when uh, Mike, when, it, when I, you know, I fell in love with Pokemon uh, Violet. Played that mm -hmm. uh, on one of my trips there or whatever. Did all the gyms. Still haven't gone to be a Pokemon master, but I do intend to get back to it. I put a lot of hours into it. Really enjoyed it. But it was that thing of like watching the show, then playing the game, and then finally kind of understanding the universe better. Where like, you know, I think when I was early on and it, Mike asked me on the stream, like, 
you know, wow, what, what region you in, Slappy or whatever? And I was like, yeah. uh, the is that where I am? And I mean, mm. and now I kind of get, it, but it's like, I, when I put, turn on, when I'm I'm playing Pokemon Go here and there, and when I see like, oh, there's all these different regions, like Kanto, okay, I get it. I get it in a way I didn't get before, but I don't have any, I don't have that kind of head on my shoulders to tell you what's coming. I, I you, It'll be the evolution of this open world format, right? Or is it going to be another let's go? See, that's my thing is, I, I think the Switch reportedly being delayed from 2024 to 2025 puts this in such an interesting place because I think if the Switch was coming, the Switch 2, if that was coming out this fall, like launching with a Pokemon would be so big for it. But I think a Switch coming out next spring instead, I don't, I don't think you move the Pokemon game. Like I think Pokemon Company is so reliant on these things coming out at like a very specific pace. Get, yeah, like I think they need to get those numbers for a Pokemon Company. And like, you know, Pokemon does... I think Pokemon as a franchise as, as, and as an IP, the numbers it does, it's like, it's a bigger thing than it coming out on the Switch to day and date, right? Like it is a, it's almost like a Call of Duty thing where it's like, well, no matter what, we're going to have this come out because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we can't, we got to, the, the, the ship still rolls, right? Like this thing still goes on. And so my question is with that, coming off of getting Pokemon Scarlet and Violet only a couple years ago, right? And then getting the DLC uh, last year. Where does that put us in terms of like the cadence of Pokemon games and what their plans are? I think there's an equal chance. I, I won't say equal. I think I am more suspecting that we get some kind of remake or let's go kind of thing. The chat, uh, somebody who went by a long time ago, I apologize, said something that there was a rumor of a black and white remake. See, there's rumors of everything. Because I also saw rumors of like a Johto thing, like a Pokemon okay. Let's Go Johto, uh, which is Gen 2. And I think... For me, that would make me pop off. I think if you're trying to see off the Switch, because no matter what, even if this is like a Switch 2 launch thing, right, it would still come out for the Switch. You know, I think the numbers um, like speak loudly there in terms of the amount of people that own a Switch. Yeah. And I don't think Pokemon is a thing that you that you use to go, let's sell Switch units. I think you Pokemon... Need to. Yeah, I think Pokemon is a thing that you could use to go, let's sell to as many people as possible to make as much money as possible, especially when you look at Scarlet and Violet and how how much numbers those did for even a bad Pokemon game, right? Like, at least what for the, what the world considers bad, even though I love Scarlet and Violet, but it was broken. They said, it, oh, it's just performance-wise. Yeah, perform okay. like it was, uh, yeah, like it's glitchy, buggy, all that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people didn't like it. Um, I think with that, like, yeah, like a Pokemon Let's Go Johto type thing, I think yeah. it's going to do numbers, and it's easier to make. Well, Pokemon will do numbers no matter what, right? Yeah. yeah, but even for, like, a side, like, a spinoff thing, right? Sure. It's going to do numbers because of what that generation is. Like, people love that generation of Pokemon, and it's been a while since we've had a game come out that is focused on that. And so whether it is, like, a Let's Go or a, a Legends feels like it'd be more work than a Let's Go, I think a Let's Go would make a lot of sense. Okay. Or seeing off the Switch generation, and then you go... All right, now let's work on whatever the, the next big, big thing is for yeah, the Switch yeah. too. Yeah, and still for some reason not have it perform well. Yeah, like, no. I mean that's my hope. I know like so much of this business is driven, oh, well, all of this business is driven by money, right? But I, I think for the way that Scarlet and Violet came out and the way that like people were so upset with it, right? And you would have to imagine that even Nintendo themselves were like, Oof, "What are we doing one. here?" Yeah, like one. Pokemon Company, like what is going on here? I would hope that you take the time and go. All right, let's put out let's go let's put out let's say a, a remake maybe if it is like a um a uh brilliant diamond shining pearl type sure, remake sure. that was like a smaller cutesy sort of thing let's put out those in the meantime and for the next big pokemon game let's at the very least try to release it not broken because that is damaging the ip like pokemon pokemon has come out over the years and i've had titles that people weren't like the happiest with right like i played pokemon sword and shield and i was like all right cool it's another pokemon like that happened there was the whole dexit thing which that's like a toxic fan base thing, but not Dexit. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> there's so, there's so much, um, 
like there's so many there's been so many times in pokemon where they come out and it's like okay this isn't hitting the way that it's hidden this prime it's, it's like all right cool yeah the way scarlet and violet happen it's like that you're damaging the brand like that is bad like that is a bad thing to happen in pokemon it's like if you it's like if sony playstation came out with like a, a thing that was just fucking broken and buggy right like it's a first party thing yeah i mean you know you then look at the next one and go oh i can't trust this you know we all came up and, sh and showed up and bought this one but now we're our eyes on this next thing to see if it's actually going to work or not i think that's where pokemon is right now where all right you did one scarlet and violet if the next big pokemon game is as broken as pokemon scarlet and violet you're gonna have some problems with the pokemon brand at least in my opinion and so i think you do take your time with it and hopefully put out something that's a bit better put together well we won't have to wait long ladies and gentlemen the pokemon presents is coming to you february 27th 6 a.m pacific we will probably be reacting to that because we're pokemon fanboys not nintendo partner fanboys i guess but are you a fanboy or a girl or person of kind of funny well if so you should get the kind of funny membership of course with the kind of funny membership either on youtube or patreon you can get kind of funny games daily ad free along with all the other podcasts ad free you can watch us record our afternoon podcasts live as you record them and of course you could get my daily video vlog series gregway every day each and every day i'm gonna upload it while this ad happens uh since you're not using your kind of funny membership right now here's a word from our sponsor we are brought to you by final fantasy 7 rebirth final fantasy 7 rebirth is a standalone game that welcomes fans and newcomers alike you don't need to have played final fantasy 7 remake or any other final fantasy titles to play and enjoy final fantasy 7 rebirth the combat is not traditional turn-based and has more action-focused gameplay with even deeper improvements since remake with new synergy attacks and team-based combos and there are large open sections to explore with cloud and his comrades venturing across the planet their fates unwritten making every step in the expansive world outside Midgar fresh and mysterious and of course there are dozens of mini games there's a story recap video of Final Fantasy 7 remake for those interested in learning more about the story so far and those looking to experience Final Fantasy 7 remake fully can pre-order the Final Fantasy 7 remake and rebirth twin pack which includes the game plus the DLC episode intermission at no extra cost you can download and play a demo of Final Fantasy 7 rebirth right now on the PlayStation Store and you can pre-order the game in the link in the description the wait is almost over. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is out February 29th. Get hyped. And we're back. <laughs> the slow to black and out of black I as like slow it. as possible. Uh, I am sending my Greg away from the car to the computer right now, so that's very exciting. You'll have it soon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, number three on the rope report. We got our first look at the Borderlands movie. Let's go. This is Brandon Let's Lee go. over at People Magazine. The hierarchy is changing. For real. Like, this is such a thing of, like, it's a fever dream, right? Yeah. That we're, Randy Pitchford at E3 2021, right, was yep. on the set of the movie, and then it was just, like, they put out the, the them in the silhouette form, yep. and then it was just fucking nothing. Just silence on this movie forever, but now things are finally starting to happen over here. I go to the article once again uh, from uh, Brendan over at People Magazine. Kate Blanchett is on a mission to save the universe in Borderlands. Let's fucking go. In people's exclusive look, first look at her upcoming, let me try this all again. In people's exclusive first look of her upcoming film, Borderlands, Blanchett, 54, sports a striking red hairstyle and a combat ready look as infamous outlaw Lilith. The mysterious fugitive makes a homecoming to her planet Pandora in order to search for the missing for the missing daughter of Atlas. Uh, Lilith teams up with a brand uh, a band of outcasts that includes former soldier Roland, 
aka Kevin Hart, preteen demolitionist uh, Tiny Tina, uh, Ariana Greenblatt, and Tina's bodyguard Krieg, uh, I don't know who that is, uh, scientist uh, Tannis, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and robot Claptrap, Claptrap Jack Black. One photo of the team assembled peering down a manhole is what we have so far. There's so much to break down here. Well, I want to watch the preview clip. Can we go to the preview clip, uh, Kev? Thank you very yeah, much. It's like nine seconds this long. This is IGN has, I guess, them. they're coming to Fan Fest or whatever, and they're going to have a full trailer, but go ahead. Uh-oh. The trailer drops tomorrow. God, I hate this planet. All right. First off, let's talk about how good Kate Blanchett looks. It looks incredible. You killing me? You kidding me? You're killing me, Hella. What are you doing out there? You're, so you're a journalist. I sure am. Why do they put the, the age after the person's name? And they only do that for Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Um, is that I mean, just a way to identify, like, yeah, this, this specific fifty-four? Yeah, it's, it's what you're trained to do in journalism school. Yeah. I wouldn't hold People Magazine necessarily to that standard all the time. So you raise a good point that it's not. And it's an interesting thing because you're asking me a question about journalism school, which I can yeah, tell yeah. you about. But I, I mean, I did it in the newspaper, and the idea there was the idea that you're reading a thing and you can't see the person. So to try to figure out where they are in their life. So whatever their quote is and what makes sense, like Mm. you're trying to theater of the minded a bit. So you understand their perspective on whatever they're giving you. Mm -hmm. It is an interesting thing. uh, I don't know the entertainment journalism (laughs) angle of it. I think, I think it's cool that Kate Blanchett is this action hero at 54, right? That's a cool idea, but you're right that they never touch on it again. And then, get into this whole thing where they're listing all the people and not doing it. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting context that it's had. Let me, just, Lemon Bendy says it allows us all to go, damn, she's 54. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I assume it's like some kind of, it's like their writing standard for the website or whatever, or for the magazine, I yeah. imagine. But I always, I was curious yeah, about that. And that was always a huge fucking problem for me as a journalist. Yeah. When I was at work at the Tribune, all right, and I'd be asking all these questions. All right, cool. Uh, real quick, spelling last and then how old are you? And mm-hmm. so many people bristled at that. Why yeah. didn't hold? I'm like, it's just, it's what? It's how newspapers are written. I don't fucking know. Help me out. So, what are, what are your thoughts? Let's, I guess let's start with the image of them all looking down the hole that shows like all the different main characters. My thoughts are simple on a lot of this Borderlands movie thing. I wish them well and hope for the best, right? Because it is that idea. Can we see the image of them looking down the manhole again, Kev? Like, they look like the characters from the game, the movie, from yeah. the game. I think even in the trailer, like it looks like the game, which is cool. And also to look at this cast again, not knowing uh, Tiny Tina or uh, Krieg, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jack Black, uh, Kevin Hart, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, they're fucking yeah. funny. Yeah, those are good actors. I, I'm, I'm in to see what they got. It's also this thing where it's like, I, I don't mean to insult all the Borderlands people out there, like Borderlands, like, it, like the story, whatever, like it's. Mm-hmm. All, guns and shooting and whatever. So if you can put, tell a fun tale in there and have something cool happening, all right. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at, where I look at this and I'm like, you know, like leading into this for the last few years as we've gotten, yeah, like the Rainy Pitchford thing and then him talking to Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart looking like he's like, I got shit to do. <laughs> get, get me out of here. And like just the idea of a Borderlands movie for I think our attitude about video game movies over the last yeah, 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 however yeah. many decades, I have gone into this with the, with the mindset of, all right, a Borderlands movie. All right, cool. Let's see, I guess. And then seeing this first look and seeing the picture, I'm like, I guess, yeah, this looks like what a Borderlands movie would be. Like, I think the dumber and more fun a Borderlands movie is with its writing and its action and like all this shit, like the more stupid it is, the better it is as a Borderlands thing. Because what yeah. Borderlands is, is dumb action and stupid it's humor. fucking fart jokes and shooting shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so far, I'm like... Hey, Kevin, can you play the nine second um, thing again? The, like the trailer teaser. My and- concerns about it is that it's been gestating for so long. 
in the fact that it seemed like I've, if I remember correctly and I'm not the entertainment guy, I want to say we talked about on this show or one of the other shows, a lot of different um, rewrites and like reshoots and yada. And like, mm -hmm. where's this fucking movie been? That's more where I go. Yeah. Is it in trouble? But like all this, like, like it, this looks there's a giant monster shooting. Jamie Lee Curtis is yeah, fucking being Tiny funny. Yeah, did okay. a front flip. You know, Claptrap is doing Claptrap things. And I didn't, I guess I forgot that it was Jack Black playing yeah, Claptrap, yeah, yeah. which is actually really funny. Do you guys think we're doing a trailer reactions tomorrow? Because that'd be pretty cool. Ooh. Let me put it on the calendar. I'll do it. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd like be down for it. Far, but we'll, yeah, we'll sort it out. Kevin, put it on the calendar right now. Oof, oh, I actually, tomorrow's all, tomorrow's fucking crazy for content. Oh, yeah, we got things to do. But if we can put it on there, put it on there. Oh, you know what? We could react on Games Daily. Yeah. Will it be out by then? It probably Nobody will be. Knows. I mean, yeah, they again. That's gonna be a banger games daily. We're doing direct partner showcase reactions and reacting to the trailer. That's kind of fire. That's what I want. I feel like this guy looks weird. Like he's CG'd. Oh well, I don't think yeah, it probably is here. He's jumping really crazy, isn't he? I mean he's, I mean, uh, he's just jumping. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see it. Like his muscles almost don't look real. Yeah, <laughs> but he might just be a very strong man. No, but like I think even in this image, like I feel like his his muscles look fake. But that's all, like People magazine and like huh. us always do that where they like or entertainment weekly people magazine well this is people but yeah no, I know, you're but talking I'm about entertainment weekly e is entertainment weekly e is the one that does the the big like uh, star wars thing every time and it's always like ah these images look like shit though can i see the poster too we have the poster clip in the third highlight link there there everything here looks right we'll see for how the trailer I, yeah, for what i expect out of a borderlands movie yeah. yeah like we'll see how the trailer looks tomorrow in the full thing but so far i look at all this and i'm like yeah like, I think the, it seems like they're treating it's more, this right. It's more the pride they take to say from the producer of Uncharted, ooh, Spider-Man, eh, and Venom. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I'm like, all right. Wait, which Spider-Man? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, from Uncharted and Venom, it's not a good Spider-Man, right? Yeah, it's got to be, it's gotta be Avi Arad, right? Yeah, yep, yep, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Spider so this is a Toby Spider-Man? I don't know. It's one of those, like, like I, have no, I don't have high hopes for this, and outside of an interview, I won't watch it until it's on demand, so. Here's the thing. Uncharted, okay. Hey. I if had a, it, I had a four time in the theater. You know, Venom, better than Madam Web. <laughs> I've heard, heard, Meadow, I've heard Madam Web is the worst movie of all time. Fair. And like, you know, and then what's the other one? Yeah, uh, Spider-Man. Spider hey, no, Spider no matter what Spider-Man, I imagine they're talking about Amazing Spider-Man there. <laughs> really? I, I mean, gotta say Amazing Spider-Man if that's the case. <gasps> yeah, because what Spider-Man is... Spider Either way, no matter what Spider-Man it is, it's probably at least fine. Uh, DJ Kento has a super chat in here to try to convince us a little, or tell us a little bit of what I was hinting at. Uh, he says, Eli Roth left as director of Borderlands. Deadpool director and Blur Studios giant Tim Miller came in to finish it. Who knows how it'll turn out? There you go. Yeah. We will wait and see. Later. I'm sure. There, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of things that could have maybe did go wrong with this thing. But so far from what I'm seeing, I'm like, you're batting three for three with these posters and shit in the middle of watching that that i guess looking at the poster mm -hmm. when we were talking about the psycho there krieg or whatever it dawned on me that i still have 2k's like commercial psycho outfit from the borderlands show that they used in the actual commercial that then i wore on the borderlands show for asking were you psycho. not were you supposed to send it back well the guy who gave it to me left the company so i don't <laughs> know like i don't now i just in my attic right now next to like all ben's baby carriages all this stupid shit i mean it sounds like you got to make use of it i bring it in tomorrow to react apparently let's do it uh number four i don't want to go in the attic number Wait, four on the really roper fun, report though. what so that'd be really fun yeah, but I, I gotta go in the attic and dig around to get to it. Yeah, like somebody from Two Ks be watching me, like, is is, is that ours? Like, is, do we like, see that, that from weapon? the commercial? Huh? That big weapon that was like super heavy. I think it might be in the bag. Yeah. Oh shit. I don't know. They were very serious about wanting that back. Yeah, they were. 
Probably need it for the movie, you know. I probably delayed the I movie. Mean, this number like four. We got to use it as much as we can before they take it back. <laughs> number four on the Roper Report: uh, PS5 Pro likely out later in 2024. No, I'm sorry, PS5 Pro likely out later in 2024. Analysts say this is Wesley Ian Poole at IGN.com. Sony is quote unquote likely to release a PlayStation 5 Pro later in 2024. Analysts have told CNBC. This souped-up refresh would be uh, designed to boost interest in PS5 after Sony admitted it expected the console sales pace of the console to start falling uh, from the next fiscal year, which begins April 2024. It would also launch ahead of the release of Grand Theft Auto 6 in 2025, which is is expected to significantly boost console game sales. I never made these kind of mistakes in my universe. Sony has yet to comment. Sony has form when it comes to releasing a pro version of its consoles the ps4 pro for example launched in november 2016 three years after the ps4 came out if a ps5 pro does launch later this year it would come out four years after the ps5 launched in november 2020 quote there seems to be a broad consensus in the game industry that sony is indeed preparing a launch of a ps5 pro in the second half of 2024, uh, Sirkin Toto, CEO of Tokyo-based game consultancy Catan uh, Games, told CNBC, quote, and Sony will want to make sure it has a great piece of hardware ready when GTA 6 hits in 2025, a launch that will be a shot in the arm for the entire games industry, end quote. Another analyst suggested Sony will not cut the price of its current PS5, even when the PS5 Pro comes out, due to pressures for the company's margins. Robot voice is back again, Kev. And also, does robot voice mean that they hear it even in the final version, Kev? Yeah, I believe so. Wait, what, you, what about the pod, podcast Wait, version? So I, I, no, podcast version, it does not. See? Yeah. Because so they're recorded both, local. We're both right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I, have was, to I was saying podcast. Oh, you were just talking about podcast. Yeah. Go back. Rewind the tape. Anyways. Shocking. For sure. PlayStation 5 Pro? Oh, shot. No, uh, no, not at all. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this is par for the course. If anything, while they took this long. You know, yeah, I, I think the article pointed out that uh, three years, for the, for yeah, PS4. it was three years for the PS4, and so yeah, we're entering year four for the PS5. Well, we got that slim redesign, right? So I, there was the yeah, part of that there. That's right? true. Yeah, that, that's very true. Yeah, um, I think this especially makes sense when yeah, when you think about GTA Six, and you are gonna want to like squeeze any juice that you can as PlayStation out of GTA. I'll be interested to see what they they put into it, what it can do. You know, what oh, I mean? like what the features. Yeah, are. yeah I mean, yeah. not DLSS, but DLSS type. Like AI upscaling or whatever, the super super sampling. Yeah, Kevin, right. do you know the right term? Is it super sampling? Kevin's out trying to make the robots go away. I think. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's probably a big part of it. I saw somebody in chat uh, that said I'm sick of choosing between performance mode and yeah. fidelity mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. And first of all, always choose performance mode. Come on, let's 100%. be real here. Yeah. Second of all, that'd be sick if it was like a hey, if you, with this console you're able to. The problem there is just like I agree, but that's like baked in at the developer level. Right? Are they going to start doing a pro version of that? And then I guess. I mean, I'll yeah, think I guess, so. I guess yeah. actually, yeah. I think PS4 Pro kind of had that, right? With yeah, like did. You're right. HDR you're right. I, and all I, this I, shit. I dial it back. I dial it Yeah. Back. So if you can like commit to doing great tricks. Kebab says no, bless. No for what? Oh, 40 frames per second mode? Come on. 40, you don't want to, you like, you want a 40 FPS mode? I thought he was saying no, bless to the. I don't want uh, performance mode. I want fidelity mode. Oh, I see. Like you, like he per- wants to choose fidelity over. No, get out of here. Fidelity sucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's 4K, but I'm not dude, playing anything. I was so heartbroken with Spider-Man 2 because, like, I finished Spider-Man 2, and then like I went and booted up Miles Morales because I was like, I might as well clean up Miles Morales and get the platinum. And I start playing. I was like, 
why does Miles Morales look so smooth? And then I went back and I realized that I played Spider-Man 2 all in fidelity. Some psycho shit. I fell to my knees. <laughs> I was like, this no! I was like, why? <laughs> I fucked up my whole experience in this game. And I switched it to, to uh, performance. And I was like, fuck, this looks so much better. Um, so yeah, no, performance is the way to go. But yeah, if, you can, if you're able to, with a PlayStation 5 Pro to go, hey, you're getting, you know, smooth FPS. You're getting you know, uh, ray tracing yeah. and like the highest fidelity possible with like models and environment and stuff. Oh, I want that. I would, I think that's enough to make people go to make people maybe spend the extra 50 to a hundred dollars. I don't know how much this would end up being. The thing that, the thing that scares me on top of that is if they're not lowering the price of the PS five current version, what's this one going to be cost? Yeah. How much is this going to cost? Cause what PS fives right now are 500 bucks for the disc version. Yes. Kind of funny.com slash you're I can check it real quick. But then you're talking about $600 for a PS5 Pro. That feels like it's getting into the territory where it is, ooh, are people going to pay $600 for this thing? But if GTA 6 is coming out, maybe, you know? Like, GTA 6 is the thing that I think a lot of this is leaning on in yeah. terms of, like, the success of it. Because I think without a GTA 6, a PS5 Pro, for $600, it's like, all right. $500 for a disc version of PS5, $450 for a discless. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, if you do, a, if you do the PS5 Pro discless, Maybe you're talking about 550 bucks, or maybe you're just selling it at 500 bucks and getting rid of the disc version. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the two. There are options there, but yeah, like I think GTA 6 is going to be the thing that drives a lot of people to get like the best version of the PS5 because people are going to want to experience the best it's, version. It, of this game. It's going to be just like we talk about with uh, how Hogwarts Legacy was of people walking into the store and having all their TikToks up of them buying the the PS5 and then Hogwarts or right. It's one of those games. It yeah. is the system seller. It will be the people who have held off on this generation decide to go. And so, yeah, it does make sense to have a system there that's more expensive. Not that much more. So you get to think, well, I'm already spending 500. I might as well spend yeah. 550, 600. And also, like, I think that also just that spreads things out in a nice way where, again, going back to the Nintendo rumors, right? The Switch 2 being reportedly delayed from this fall to next yeah. year. If you're able to go, all right, that's happening, like, as PlayStation and Xbox, that gives us the leeway this fall to go. Let's launch our new souped-up versions of these consoles. That way, yeah, GTA 6 happening in, in 2025, and then also Switch 2 happening in 2025. That is, like, a kind of a good cadence, and I think you want to take advantage of that. Like, I think this fall, having it be a Switch 2, new Xbox, new PlayStation, that almost feels like too much. Too much, for sure. Yeah, yeah. so I think now that it seems like you might have a more clear fall. It's just, But then you start looking at the next year. Next year is going to be outrageous in terms of shit happening right yeah like in terms of even if even this being at the end of the year theoretically a redesigned playstation or playstation pro mm -hmm. you're gonna take that into then a, a spring with the switch Two, take it into a gta six year take, take it into playstation finally putting out triple a first party games yeah. again dude I was, i've been thinking about this lately about 2025 and how i think 2025 might be another like all-timer yeah. year like already the biggest games of 2025 are outpacing the biggest games of 2024, even though 2024, banger year. Like Monster I Hunter. I'm putting out, a, I got a top 10 already for 2024. You sure do. But yeah, 2025. Where's Helldivers on it? What up? Where's Helldivers on it? Probably number 10. <laughs> it's on there. It's fair enough. I'll take uh, it. But yeah, like you got Monster Hunter, you got GTA 5, you, or sorry, GTA 6. You got a new, theoretically, a new Nintendo console with a launch lineup of Nintendo games, right? And that's new just, Mario, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. PlayStation, you imagine that we're going to get a big franchise game from PlayStation. At least Ghost oh, of Death Tsushima 2, 2. For sure, you, yeah. we're getting yeah, Death Stranding yeah, yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe a Ghost of Tsushima, maybe, like, I don't, we, but the sky's the limit. Like, there's so many different PlayStation studios that so could be Ben's working on IP. things. Yeah, maybe Ben's new IP, maybe like a uh, Astrobot. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Don't forget skate probably, says Corey. Yeah, well, finally skate. Probably a new Resident <laughs> Evil by that time. We're going to be eating. We're going to be eating big. But 
I'm sick of eating big blessing. Mm-hmm. If I wanted something smaller, say the tiniest news I needed to know about, where would I go? You would, oh man, that's actually a good point. Sphinx in chat just said, an Astrobot with a PlayStation Pro. But then what, we're locking him to the Pro? That's or does he just point. look better on the Yeah, phone? no, you're right. That, that, yeah, that'd be Actually, that, that would be a great selling point though. Yeah, it's like, oh, if you get <laughs> You can pro, only get this one over that, here. Like, I think you would do it as You piss off so many people. It would be Astro's Playroom Pro version. Like, it's the same game, but maybe, like, with a couple of extra levels. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. No. You don't want to, like, be in the DLSS land? I mean, can you and imagine being so excited of, like, they're, like, <laughs> and a new Astrobot <gasps> updated? Oh, fuck off. Come on, man. I want to I want to round. I want to run. God, I can't talk. I want to run this universe. around. This universe is insane. I want to run around DLSS land in a new DLSS song plays. It's not going to be DLSS because that's, that's NVIDIA, but whatever the Sony thing would be, right? Yeah. A. I like just running around AI shut world. Up, shut <laughs> up. You got time to figure out this song. Say you'd, the go, we. you'd go to our last our last story, the Wii News Channel, where we cover all the small news items you need to know about. <laughs> oh, it was already on. There it is. It's quiet out here today, Kev. Uh, number five, the Wii News. Uh, Pacific Drive reviews are up, which we alluded to earlier in the show. Uh, right now, the Metacritic is 72. GameSpot gave it an eight. PC Gamer gave it an 86. And Sarah... Thwaites over at IGN.com gave it a 7 out of 10 saying, Balancing Pacific Drive's scrappy systems can be punishing, but the riveting tension of each drive through its unnerving world has always enough to keep my hands placed firmly on the wheel. Sarah, that's some great fucking writing right there. That was beautiful. I, I, I struggled to get through it because it's the universe. Yeah. Those are some good fucking turns of phrases there. Uh, the PlayStation Portal has been hacked to play emulated games. There's a tweet if you want to throw it up, Kevin. Um, I saw this go around. No information on it yet, right? But yeah. Andy Wynn tweeted, After more than a month of hard work, PPSSPP is running natively on PlayStation Portal. Yes, we hacked it with the help from XYZ and at Zeta2. And it shows what? Uh, Liberty City Stories on there? Oh, is that what that is? Oh, because the PSP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we already talked about uh, Blatro is out on every, today on everything and everybody loves it uh, Vicarious PR and 6-1 Indie announced the Indie Game Awards will be coming uh, Xbox Game Pass games for the rest of February have been revealed Tales of Arise, Bluey the Video Game Maneater, which was like Mike's Game of the Millennium, Madden NFL 24, Indivisible, Space Engineers, and Warhammer 40,000, Bolt Gun are all on the list. Uh, from the Super Chats, we had some little things pop up. DJ Kento, of course, noticed that I was wearing a Roosevelt shirt and said, hey, Greg, Roosevelt has a Batman drop at 1 p.m. today. That's exciting. I'll look into that. And then Dear Sixlet uh, Super Chatted and said, Fortnite and Lady Gaga are officially teasing on Twitter that she's the next Fortnite Festival theme like Eminem was. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just tired of crossovers, man. What? I, I understand that this is Fortnite's thing and they've been doing this for eight or five years or however long it's been. Yeah. But I feel like now it is like Fortnite and random word and you can say anything. And I'm like, yeah. And I feel like that's less, that's less exciting. I'm just excited that it was Eminem. Now it's Lady Gaga. We are getting Lady dope. closer to Taylor Swift. I mean, yeah, that's going to They have to make that's it gonna fucking happen. happen. Sure. Then I can just delete every skin I ever Swift bought. Night. That's good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Or just Midnight's. Fortnite, Fortnite, parentheses, Taylor's version. That's good. Fuck. That's real good, right? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Time is now, ladies and gentlemen. Make it happen. This, this uh, song, Lavender Haze by Taylor Swift, yeah. I've had it on repeat for maybe a good two months. I'm glad you got some. Great taste. song. Glad you got to that. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> single. Oh, <man. laughs> Brand new single for Lavender Haze song. It's going to take over the world. Yeah, exactly. Point. Yeah, exactly. Um, some super chats before we go. DJ Kento super chatted again and said, Do you think we'll see many PS4 slash Xbox One games ported to Switch 2 for launch? Any games you think are a must port? 
don't think you'll get many, right? I hope not. PS4 and Xbox One games. Like you're talking about like third party. You're not just talking about. Yeah. I think over time. I think that is that PS4. We're gonna go that back. That's the thing is like it, re it reminds me of the Wii U when the Wii and U. And that's came why out. I don't think they'll do it because it'll yeah. just be like oh, they launched with Arkham City and Mass Effect Three, and yeah. it's like all right, cool. Well, these didn't move the needle. I think it'll be up to the third parties, right? I think Nintendo's reached out to publishers to be like, hey, here's a dev kit, like make what you want. And I think for the people that are like, oh man, this will pop off on the Switch. Like those games will be there at least maybe like in year one or in the following years. But I don't know if Nintendo's gonna push for, oh yeah, let's promote Assassin's Creed um, I don't know, Odyssey on Switch. It's like, who cares? Oh, actually, I feel like you would care. Wouldn't uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey on Switch too? No, no, you wouldn't. That I love. Don't mean, I mean, if you haven't played Odyssey, sure, go for it or whatever. But like, I'm not gonna care about that. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I'm, I don't think for Nintendo that moves the needle. And so I don't even think. I think we get those announcements, but those aren't the things that Nintendo's propping up. I think Nintendo's focused on first party and then new games that are coming out for it. Uh, another super chat to throw out there says Guitar Hero Arrow says Greg how is the Division 2 Platinum I've been on a bit of a Ubisoft kick kick lately parentheses yikes I know uh, and the game has admittedly caught my eye really fun Platinum there's a, one thing where you have to like you know I had to respawn like every every hour of this guy it is a card thing but I enjoyed my I love Division 2 obviously so I really enjoyed getting that Platinum and had a great time with it how many in chat said Red Dead Redemption 2 for Switch 2 I think that would I mean not move the needle in terms of consoles but that would get people hyped I think Portable yeah. Red Dead 2, but I guess yeah. the Steam Deck exists, so you can probably do yeah. it there too. Yeah. If you it's playable it on Steam Deck, I don't even know if that's true. I, don't, I, I just don't even think the Switch audience is looking for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know what is playable on, on Steam Deck? Bellatro. The poker roguelite that's taken over my life. It's great, it runs great on Steam Deck too. Ladies and gentlemen, Bellatro has taken over Blessing's life, and yeah. Helldiver 2 has taken over mine. I'll be streaming it with the gentleman right after this over on Twitch, over on YouTube. You can catch it later on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames. But thank you so much for watching this episode of Kind of Funny Games. Let's do a quick look at your wrong uh, missing link. Triple uh, Zero says, regarding time zones, there actually are places like India, for example, that have an additional half-hour difference. Very oh. interesting. Uh, Katie G said uh, 6 a.m. Pacific is 11 p.m. in Japan. That's great. Uh, so like, that works for neither of us. There's, I guess there are places in between. I mean, like, <laughs> we're trying straight. to get everywhere, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Radic, of course, from uh, CD Projekt watching, as always, says the lead developer of Pentiment, who you refer to as Mr. Obsidian, is Josh Sawyer. That's what it is. Thank you. I was trying to think of Josh Sawyer. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Obsidian. Mr. Obsidian sounds like a Mission Impossible villain. Yeah. Uh, and then one I want to toss out here is a Ninja Turtle Games says, not sure if you missed this today, uh, but Nightingale launched today as well. Oh. And, and uh, Andy enjoyed his time with that. So Nightingale oh, that's is a survival here, game. Yeah, yeah, from Aaron Flynn. So go check that out if you want to, ladies and gentlemen. For now, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about live on YouTube, Twitch, and podcast services around the globe. No matter where you get it, thank you for your support. Please consider going that extra mile. Rate, review, subscribe, ring the bell. Uh, tell your friends, and of course, use the Kind of Funny membership. If you pick up the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon or on YouTube, you get each and every episode of the show ad-free. Of course, you get each and every podcast ad-free. You get to watch us record the podcast live as we record them like the X-Cast this afternoon. And of course, you get my daily vlog series, Greg Way. It also keeps the lights and mics on here and kind of funny. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.